2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Gunner and Cheyenne. Well, here we go. Welcome to Monday, September 18th, 2023. It's Gunner and Cheyenne. Hope you had a great weekend. It was, for the most part, a great weekend in uh, sports. Both baseball, Diamondbacks won all weekend and yeah. won the uh, three-game series against the Cubs. So now they sit in the second National League wild card spot.
3: That's so exciting. So
1: D-backs are off today. Back in action to Chase Field tomorrow for two-game series against the Giants. Giants are only two games back of the wild card. So they win these two games they're in. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of a heated battle here. Oh. And there's 11 games left in the season.
3: <laughs> it's so stressful.
1: And you see that video of the fan running down onto the field? I did at Chase see field? that, yes. Took a look, it looked like 10 security guards take him down. <laughs> did. They finally got him, though. But that is making the rounds if you want to check that out. Cardinals had a rough weekend, though. They did. You went to the game.
3: I did. And that was fun. The game was fantastic. It was my six-year-old's first time at an NFL game. Oh,
1: that's cool. Yeah. It's like we're taking him to Disneyland or to Vegas for the first time, just like sensory overload.
3: Um, It was. He has like super sensitive ears. So like the whole time he was just like... Covering
1: his complaining ears. Complaining
3: about his ears. Uh, luckily, I know this, so I brought ear coverings. But like the minute we walked in and you could hear the boom of the announcer, he was like, not about it. Yeah.
1: And exciting for the first half of the Cardinals game. Yeah. Right? And then exciting, the second half for the Giants fans that were there. Which I saw a ton of blue.
3: So many Giants fans. You would look down over the top, and it was just blue.
1: So the Red Sea was overtaken by the blue.
3: It was. The, the deep yes. blue.
1: <laughs> I mean, it was 28-7 to 7 in the third quarter, and then uh, the definition of crapping the bed would be what the Cardinals did the second <laughs> half yesterday. Yeah.
3: Pretty much. said when when the Cardinals were up, he was like, man, this team sucks. They're trash. I was like, yeah. Which team
1: was he talking about? The, the Cardinals? Giants when the Giants. they were losing 2-0. Okay. But what was he saying about the Cardinals when they were losing?
3: We left before that. Oh, you left before yeah, the we Giants left, come we back. Left third quarter. He was starting to fall asleep. No. Like, he was just kind of over it. <laughs>
1: I can understand that. Gunner and Cheyenne. This is Camel Country 1079. Jason Aldine, he is going to be in town coming up on October 5th, which is just around the corner, at the same venue that uh, Eric Church and Jelly Roll were at on Saturday. That would be the Taki Stick. A uh, amphitheater,
3: which was such a good time, and I'm I'm being there because I haven't been there in a while. So being back there for Eric Church and Jelly Roll made me so excited for Jason Aldean.
1: It was hot and sweaty, but you're right. I mean, it was um, it was a lot of fun. You know, Eric Church kind of did his thing. Mm-hmm. He um added some trumpets, trombones, and saxophones to his band. He did, and then he also uh, has a few uh, backup singers. It really had like a feel of like when Toby Keith kind of hit a certain level. He added. The uh, the brass instruments to his band Oh really And it just kind of made it big You know you got that much money You just spare no expense when you're out on your own tour And that's kind of the feel that I got with Eric Church uh-huh. With his stage and that whole setup And his band and everything else Yeah
3: it was really cool Actually fun fact His trombone player used to tour with Prince Drew Oh really Bland- Drew Blando told me that Yeah
1: He kind of looks like um, that chef Graham Elliott did you not get those vibes from him I don't with, know. The, uh, with the with uh, the the white glasses? I'll show you a picture. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what yeah, you're talking about. I'll show you <laughs> a picture.
3: You watch the cooking
1: shows, though, don't you? Yeah, I you know who but Graham I, Elliot is, though, I don't so, know who right? that is. I'm gonna find the picture and do the comparison. Okay, right. I can't wait. We'll do that off here, <laughs> off air activity. But no Jelly Roll, I think, stole the show, though. Oh, that for guy, sure. That guy, that guy tore up that stage. It was so good. Yeah. But um, uh, I was gonna get some inside information. I will not do that here. Oh, okay. He was wearing a jacket. Did you notice the air conditioning little uh, spout that was right in front of him?
3: No. Yeah, he had a
1: tube blowing 64 degree temperature air on him. You didn't you saw him wearing the jacket though, right? He's a
3: big dude. I was wondering like how he wasn't dying. I didn't know. I'm wearing shorts and short sleeves. I'm
1: sweating my rear end (laughs) off. And he's up there wearing a jacket. Looking perfectly fine. Well, it's cause he had that little air conditioning uh thing and
3: I had no idea.
1: You know, you're outdoors in the desert. Yeah. You, know, you gotta keep cool and and uh stay comfortable.
3: I need you know? to pay more attention. I need to be more observant.
1: You're <laughs> more engulfed in the music. I'm more like, oh look, they're missing something over there in the back far corner of the stage. That is-, is
3: so true though. <laughs>
1: just very detailed. It's, I just really my weird. eyes
3: are closed and I'm just like <laughs> <Yeah>. vibing. Ah, <laughs> uh,
1: that was that was good though. And fingers crossed the jelly roll comes back very, very soon. Yes, right. <laughs> This is Gunnar and Cheyenne, Camel Country.
0: 107.9. Good
1: morning, Riddle, Cheyenne. You ready? I'm ready. Here we go. What do the following three things have in common? Sandwich shop, computer, casino. What do the following three things have in common? Sandwich shop, computer, casino. If you think you know it, you can text us at two two one zero eight. What do those three things have in common? Sandwich shop, computer, casino. Come up with a guess, Cheyenne.
3: I do have a guess. Right. There are a lot
1: of correct guesses coming in. Some of the incorrect guesses coming in at 22108. Uh, text with the 520, uh, they all have three syllables. All right. Okay. That's not it. Uh, text with the 623, they all have to do with the word club. Club sandwich? What's the computer? I don't know. Huh. Computer club, Geek Squad. I don't know. Geek Squad. <laughs> computer, computer club, and then oh, a players club with the casino. Okay, all right. That's uh, incorrect though. Uh, text the five two zero. They each have three vowels in the word. No, some of your answers are too smart. <laughs> <laughs> what do the following three things have in common? Cheyenne sandwich shop, computer, casino.
3: They all have chips. They all have chips. Am I right? That's it. You yeah! got it. Woo-hoo!
1: Sandwich shop has potato chips, computer chips, and uh, poker chips at the casino.
3: So look at you, Cheyenne, bright and early on a Monday. I love it,
2: <laughs> Connor and Cheyenne.
3: Wouldn't it be great
1: if you could part traffic like the Red Sea, Cheyenne, get to work in half the time?
3: <laughs> that would be amazing. I come <laughs> from the west side. <laughs> this
1: really happened to somebody in Utah, and she had no idea why it was happening. She lives in Salt Lake City. Uh-huh. She was driving around in a black Dodge Charger that she had recently. Bought used. Okay. okay. People in front of her kept pulling over to let her pass. She could not figure out what was going on until somebody pointed out to her that the fog lights could flash any color you wanted. Uh-huh. And whoever owned the car before her had set them to red and blue. <laughs> Which, obviously, the police officers used the red and blue lights, right?
3: So people thought that they were pulling over for a cop car.
1: So whenever she had those fog lights on, it looked like she was an unmarked cop car with the lights on. Now, she could have faced charges for impersonating an officer, Uh but she turned herself in, and cops determined that it really was an innocent mistake, and she's already had the lights removed. Oh, gosh.
3: That would suck, though.
1: What if, though? Think about it. Everybody's moving out of your way.
3: I feel like I would have an instant anxiety attack, like, trying to figure out why. People were moving. And, like, getting trying to get out of the way myself.
1: My wife, her parents owned a um, Chevy Impala, uh-huh. and I loved driving that car because everybody thought it was an unmarked cop. <laughs> like, I would go right up behind them, and they'd move over. No lights, nothing. Yeah. You just look at the rearview mirror, and you see that what looks like an undercover cop car. It's just right? like
3: every dark car colored Ford Explorer it looks like a a police officer it it freaks you out from miles away
1: what is the punishment for doing that because it still kind of blows my mind like here in the valley the construction vehicles Uh uh-huh red and blue like right out front they're doing construction and they got red and blue those are the emergency lights so why are the construction workers using red and blue lights I don't know I mean yeah grabs attention you see the red and blue like oh crap What's going on? Yeah. Yeah.
3: But to answer your other question, if you're convicted, you can be sentenced up to 180 days in jail. Along with fines and court fees and community service and all that good stuff.
1: Yeah, so just don't do it. Yeah, don't. Yeah. So let's throw this out there. She didn't realize this was on her car when she purchased it used. She found out after the fact, right? Yeah. So when you purchased a used car, what did you discover about the car after you purchased it? Carly is in Cave Creek. Carly, what do you got?
0: So you know, this is this was a while ago. Um, I could only afford a used car. It was like a ninety-five, ninety-six. Jeep Uh huh And it was in Great condition So when I
3: got into it I popped this little Compartment open I guess it's usually For sunglasses Or something And it just drops down Yeah And um Out fell Like a little Ziploc baggie (laughs) And uh, a Pair of pliers What? And in the baggie Were some Teeth No
1: (laughs) Like 20 teeth You said teeth? Like human Human teeth? Yeah like loose Teeth in a bag
3: that is so disgusting (laughs)
0: with the pliers
1: (laughs) Uh, animal teeth or what no they had like little fillings in them so they were human teeth (laughs) yeah they were human teeth oh my gosh what happened to that what happened to that vehicle before you bought it (laughs) that's the mystery
0: because it was just pliers and this bag of teeth did you say
1: anything to the dealership or whoever you bought it from about the pliers and the teeth at all
0: no, I was terrified. What'd you do yeah. with the teeth? I actually just threw it out.
1: I would have assumed you would have put that Whoa. under the pillow. I feel like the, <laughs> the, the, the Tooth Fairy would have given you a good amount of money for that.
0: No, those weren't baby teeth. I wouldn't have gotten money for
1: those. Oh, uh, okay. They are adult teeth. So the person who lost all the teeth would call it the Tooth Fairy.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Gunner in Cheyenne, Camel Country 1079.
1: Uh, we talked to Carly. Just a few minutes ago, and she told us the story of finding some teeth along with some pliers in a used car that she purchased.
3: Suspicious.
1: (laughs) And uh, did did she not call the cops? A lot of texts coming in, uh, Texted the 808, oh my gosh, if I found a bag of teeth and pliers, I definitely would have called the
3: cops. Yeah, and I don't think she did. I think she just threw them away. Yeah. Because I feel like I, too, would have done something like that. Yeah. Uh, What did you find in a used
1: car that you purchased? Text the 602, a 357 Magnum hidden in the tire well with a bullet in the chamber.
3: Oh my gosh. We
1: called the cops. The gun got picked up. Text with the 480 found it a hidden compartment in the glove box and inside the hidden compartment was a stack of Dream Palace free cover passes. (laughs) Which is the better find there, Cheyenne, between those two? I
3: mean, I guess it just depends on the day.
1: Did you call the cops on the last one, too?
3: <laughs> Dream Palace
1: cover passes.
3: Be calling Dream Palace to find out if they were still valid.
1: <laughs> oh, would you, Cheyenne? You can stop by the other way home from work? Maybe. <laughs> Gunner in Cheyenne, this is Camel Country 107.9. Eric Church was in town over the weekend. He was on Saturday at a Talking Stick Resort, amphitheater. Um, great show uh, Jelly Roll One of the opening acts For Eric Church I think Jelly Roll Stole the show honestly
3: I do too He did such a good job
1: uh, Such a great show From Jelly And then uh, Eric Church Took the stage And he has a massive band now
3: But I think that It's totally worth it Like 10 out of 10 But there was one person Missing
1: from that stage On Saturday's Cheyenne Do you remember who that is? No He had a blonde Backup singer By the name of Joanna Cotton She'd been touring with him For over a decade Really? And I mean, I've seen so many Eric Church shows. I love uh-huh. this dude. I love his shows. And and if you'd ever been to an Eric Church show in the past, he featured her. Like he says, Joanna Cotton, you know? And then there were some shows that I went to. I, we were kind of talking about this off air a little bit uh, to where he just cuts her loose and she sings a couple of songs on her own.
3: That's so interesting because I like, I don't. The last time we saw Eric Church, he was out at uh, Desert Diamond Arena. And I don't remember that.
1: You don't remember Joanna Cotton? No, at all. No, maybe I drank too much
3: to to remember. But you
1: drank too much that night.
3: Maybe. (laughs) I mean, because I don't don't remember that. My my wife
1: and I were talking about this on the drive home for the concert. I mean, she and I and I've looked her up before. She's got she's did her own solo career Uh back in the 2000s. Uh, She released a couple of albums late, uh, like 2008, 2009, right in there, Uh, and then a single in 2012, and then started touring with Eric Church, but. Now she's going off to venture and do her own solo act. That's why she's not touring with Eric Church anymore.
3: Interesting. She's doing her own
1: thing. So they've both parted ways. They kind of moved on. But she's going to live on, you know, in these Eric Church songs that she's been a backup singer uh, for, you know, especially on the recorded versions. Right. But it got me thinking, though, like, you're touring with Eric Church. I'm sure he's probably paying you pretty darn well for being his, like, backup singer. Yeah,
3: his, like, main girl.
1: That's a huge risk to be like, I'm going to leave what I'm doing with Eric Church and go do my own thing. What would you do in that situation?
3: I'm just such a person of stability. Like, I love stability. I like to know that, like, I'm going to be okay. So the thought of uprooting to take a shot at something really stresses me out.
1: I think I would be, uh, I'd stick I'd stick through it with Eric Church. Yeah. You know? Like, it's,
3: it's you, he features you enough to where you get that spotlight for a while without any of the anxiety and the stress of yeah. being the headliner. And then to
1: be the fly on the wall when she sat Eric Church down and goes, So, I'm thinking about <laughs> leaving to go back and do my own thing. Right? I'm sure he was encouraging to her. Um, he seems like the guy that really kind of likes to um, help somebody out.
3: Yeah, but still, like, that conversation, somebody you have so much respect for, that's yeah. got to be hard.
1: Yeah, so good luck to Joanna Cotton and uh, those Eric Church shows. To me, at least, they're never going to be the same. Can
2: Hello
0: Country.
1: 107.9. Well, we have two professional sports franchises here in the Valley that had totally opposite endings to their weekends, Cheyenne. Yes. <laughs> the D-backs, we'll start with them. Good news first, right? D-backs swept the Cubs. They won all three games over the weekend. So now they are sitting in the second National League wildcard spot. Uh, they're off today, back in action uh, tomorrow against okay. the Giants, which if the D-backs keep winning, there's only 11 games left. If they keep winning, we're sitting pretty for a playoff spot here. I
3: love that.
1: Fingers crossed to Tori Lavello and the boys. Let's, let's keep winning there. Cardinals. Cheyenne witnessed this in person.
3: I did, yep.
1: They uh, had a great first half. Looked good against the Giants, right? Yes, they did. Second half. I mean, if you've ever looked for a definition to crapping the bed, what the Cardinals did in the second half yesterday... There it is.
3: That was yesterday. You got it. Yep.
1: They were up 28 to 7 in the third quarter and they lost to the Giants 28 to 31, which, what I found interesting, they put a little stat up on the TV yesterday. Mm-hmm. This was the first comeback for the Giants, first comeback win of 21 plus points since October 30th, 1949. Wow. The team they played on October 30th, 1949, the Chicago Cardinals. Which is the same team right here in Arizona. They were in Chicago until 1959, St. Louis until 1987, then they moved here in 1988. Wow. So the exact same team. They had the historic comeback on back in 1949 is the same team they had a That's historic comeback crazy. on yesterday.
3: I wonder what their season looked like the season that they did that major comeback yeah. the first time.
1: I will do a little more research and report back.
3: That was <laughs> Maybe it's the Giants here. They're going to come out from nowhere. You never know.
1: They made it to the playoffs last season. The New York Giants. Mm-hmm. We'll see if they can pull it together. They got their Rear ends handed to them last week by the Cowboys, 40 to nothing. So they came in, uh, you know, and then they got this win here. But Cowboys rolling into State Farm Stadium next Sunday, (laughs) which does not look good for the Cardinals. And I'll say, I mean, I know there's a lot of Cowboys fans listening and stuff like that. The Cowboys fan base. Is one of the more annoying fan bases, and I'm, I'm I'm sorry to say, I got friends that are Cowboys fans; they uh, would agree with you. I mean, my goodness, it's, and just like it was yesterday, There was a lot of blue in the stands, mm-hmm. right? It's going to be loaded with Cowboy fans this Sunday. Yeah,
3: it really is. And the more the
1: Cowboys win, the more annoying the fan base is going to be.
3: <laughs> I hate it. I mean, as someone whose ex husband is a Cowboys fan, <laughs> I would I would agree with that. <laughs>
1: I mean, I, I'm rooting against the Cowboys for that reason. I, mean, uh, I can only imagine if the Cowboys make it to the Super Bowl, how just crazy and, and <laughs> nutty this fan base is going to be. You so, wouldn't
3: be able to get on social media or anything. It would be all that you see.
1: For that reason. Go Cardinals next Sunday.
3: <laughs> it's not a bad joke. It's just a dad joke. Cheyenne's dad joke of the hour. Hey, Gunner. Yeah. Why did the bed... Wear a disguise Why did the bed Wear a disguise? Because it was Undercover Oh my gosh Because <laughs> <laughs> there's covers On a bed That's it? good Cheyenne <laughs> Cheyenne's dad jokes Every
1: weekend morning at 750 Here on Camel Country Connor and Cheyenne Well I'm not on TikTok all that often But I was on TikTok The other day And I came across this video of this mom who's putting her, like, less than one-year-old baby in outfits every single day and posted the video and the photos up on TikTok. And I was telling you about this, Cheyenne, you know exactly what I was talking about. Yeah,
3: I do. I want to say he's about eight months old, and she gets him dressed ready for the nines every day. But Why?
1: That was the question when I was watching this video Um, was why.
3: Well, her reasoning to answer your question is that she wants him to grow up with a sense of pride in his appearance.
1: The baby's eight months old, Cheyenne. (laughs) How how is an eight month old realizing that in this moment when mom is changing my diaper and putting an outfit on me that this is going to help me when I grow into adulthood?
3: It's just sowing seeds very early. Okay. Why is she posting this kid daily? It's got to be for the likes. I mean, you're not wrong. We live in a world of internet, TikTok, Instagram creators. That's what people do now.
1: That's where my mind goes. So, I mean, for her to say that she's doing this for her (laughs) kids' sake... No, it's for your own selfish reasons.
3: I don't mind it. I love seeing pictures of babies. You know I love babies. All babies are cute. And if you want to dress your kid up every day and post him, I'll smash that like <laughs> button all day long.
1: And I think she realizes that about a lot of people that are viewing her videos just like you, Cheyenne. Probably. But I mean, daily is excessive. <laughs> can we agree with that? No. Posting photos of your baby, daily is excessive. It is honestly, you're just doing it for selfish reasons. No. I mean, you can come up with whatever reason you want, but it's all selfish. Selfish when you're posting your kid daily like that.
3: I'm going to be posting my kids daily now just to make you mad. Let's see if we can get an explanation here.
1: You know, if you're a parent that is posting pictures or video of your kid every single day... Why are you doing it? Can you explain this to me? Talk to me like I'm a toddler. Like the kid that you're posting.
3: Talk because to me. they <laughs> want to, Gunner.
1: <laughs> but uh, Paige is in Glendale. She's a new mom. And apparently she posts pictures of her baby online all the time. So Paige, please explain it to us. Why do you need to post photos almost daily of your baby?
0: Well, you know, I'm a stay-at-home mom. And this is like my life basically now is just tending to this baby and, you know, keeping her alive. And... I I like posting baby pics. Like it's like the only thing that I have. I feel like that connects me to my friends and the real world and people like comment and we go back and forth and I don't know. It sounds silly, but it's like a little bit of joy that I have during my day. You know.
1: So is it the joy of sharing the baby or is it the joy of getting the likes? Oh my god. Because I feel like babies, like it's it's a low hanging fruit. Like if you're looking to just post something on social media that's going to get a lot of likes. I mean, if you don't like a picture of a baby, you're an evil person.
0: No, no. Right? I mean, that's the mentality, right? Everybody loves babies, except for me. You know, but everybody <laughs> loves babies. It's not really that. It's like I have I have family, you know, that are out of date, and so late like then they can see her, you know? And okay. I don't post, like, excessively, but, like, if there's something really cute, you know? There's
1: the key t- word. See? That gal was posting, like, every day of yeah. her eight-month-old. So, I
0: still think it's fine. Um,
1: Paige, <laughs> how often are you posting? Like, you say you're not posted excessively, but how often?
0: Like, every other day. I mean, is your baby
1: really changing that much in
0: two days? That's that's not the point. <laughs> yeah, it's not the point. And you know what else is fun? Being able to look back at the photos, too, and be like, oh, my God, look how much he's grown, you know? Yeah, but imagine,
1: like, looking back. Like, if you posted one picture a month, A, <laughs> it's not overbearing. B, you see the growth progress in your baby. Like, if you're seeing it regularly, like, like when you go home and see your kid every day. You know, you, you really don't realize how much they're growing because you see them every day. But when you break it up, man, look how much she's grown.
0: I think that because it's like my whole life right now, you know, like other, like some people get to go to work and do things like I have to stay yeah. home with a baby. And so, like, you know, it is it is what's going on in my life. Right, you know?
1: Well, how about reading a book? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
3: Paige, I agree with you. I think it's fine. <laughs> Keep posting pictures. Thank
0: you.
1: Text coming in at 22108. Text of the 480. Could be something as simple as her way of feeling connected to the world after being isolated or secluded or a giant life change of becoming a mom. I know for me, I don't get to see my friends and family, so by posting pictures all the time, I feel like that's our way of communicating.
3: I love that. But
1: you know what? There's a solution for that, and it's called a group text.
3: No. Uh, okay. <laughs> Okay, hey, hold on. How many group texts do you have on silence right now? There, there's a lot, but exactly, I, yeah. But I
1: and I'll pull them off of silent when there's something important going on. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you, if it was a kid photos going around on those group texts, they will never come off silent.
3: Wow. <laughs> Send them on the group chats. So I don't have to see Well, no, him.
1: that's what I'm saying. This, this this text that just came in, that's how, her way of communicating with her friends. What I'm saying is there's also group texts.
3: So? That you don't have
1: to post the photos of the baby where other people who don't want to see that baby every day have to see them.
3: You want to know what I say to that statement? Keep scrolling. <laughs> just go. Why does it bother you so much? Because I got to pass all the baby photos <laughs> to get to the, uh, the, the nature
1: alligators eating uh, deer videos.
3: There are two types of people on social media. Normal humans and Gunner.
1: I uh, to the 602. I don't get a chance to post my kids every day, but I post them as often as I can. I'm horrible with scrapbooks and photo albums, and it's like a living memory because online never forgets, and you get those little Facebook reminders from year over year. It's just crazy to see how fast kids grow up. I don't disagree. Those <laughs> memories are great, but you can post photos of your kid just not every day and multiple times a day. There's a line. There's a line, Cheyenne. Text of the 480. I refuse to post photos of my children online because I don't want that to come back on them and have their lives posted all over on everything. Okay.
3: And that is definitely your choice as a parent.
1: Text of the 480. Gunner hasn't pushed out a baby. <laughs> and it shows.
3: <laughs>
1: that is an accurate statement. And I, I'm assuming it, it comes to uh, having pride in what you have brought into yes. this world, right? And that's yeah. why you're posting photos online. We get to. But. Yes Yeah you get to As, as moms I guess It's something that, that Feels good to you But I just
3: don't understand Why it bothers you so much There's just so many there's
1: just so many baby photos all over the internet.
3: Maybe so I'm trying you to get should this, try doing it more often.
1: I'm just you know, trying to get an explanation as to to what's going on here. And we've got a little bit there. I mm-hmm. guess uh, pride is the biggest thing. But you know, I mean, there's been times where I've gone to the bathroom. I've been prideful of what I've provided oh, in there. But, but I'm word. not posted photos of it online, Cheyenne. There's a difference between what you do
3: in there <laughs> and people's All kids. right. All right. <laughs> if you say so. Okay.
2: Gunner and Cheyenne.
0: Mornings till 10.
2: Camel Country 107.9.